Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us now on the Roman Guest Line is our Odyssey NBA insider, the coach, Jimmy Patsos. Coach, thanks for joining the show. Quinn, we're celebrating the Wizards' win, aren't we? Coach, can you really celebrate that? Coach, win? I wanted them to win by one more point, so I can't celebrate tonight. Coach, I, ne- I needed the no, four. I, I did notice that. Well, I, I, I did the American University broadcast. They won versus St. Francis. When I went to get my little sandwich and watched the fourth quarter of the Wizards, they were firmly in control. Yep. Yeah. Yet they eked out an overtime win, but they needed the win. But if you need an extra point, I understand that. I needed an extra point for the Nets versus. The Mavericks last night. Oh well, coach, yeah, yep. Coach. What is, what do you think is going on with that Wizards team? They they won tonight, but before that, lost eight of their last ten. They had a hot start, but now they're kind of coming back down to earth here. What would you pinpoint as the biggest issue that they're having so far? A little bit of depth problem. You know, they had a three headed monster at center last year. Brooke Lopez was really good for them. I'm sorry, Robin Lopez was really good for them, and he doesn't shoot threes. Brooke shoots threes. Robin doesn't. Robin Lopez was really good for them. Well, they have Gafford, and we all love, you know, you just have to love Montrez Harrell. He does so much work, but he's a little undersized. I think the Wizards are really looking forward to getting Rui back and looking forward to getting Thomas Bryant back because they need a little front court help. You know, Dan Whitty's still coming off his ACL, so he's not going to play back-to-backs. Beal, I love Beal. I'm going to have to start shooting the ball from outside a little better. He had some big shots down the stretch tonight. Kuzma, really good undersized four, but he can slide to the three. Contavious Caldwell Pope. They're just missing another guy because Bertans hasn't been shooting well. I got no problem with Neto. He's been good. Denny Abdi has given him a lot of good play off the bench defensively and toughness. But, you know, Rui, he wasn't perfect, but he was a good two-point shooter. He's a 6-8-3-4. And Thomas Bryant's a really energetic center that can also stretch the defense and shoot threes because Montrez Harrell and Gafford can't. Yeah. So they need a little help. They're holding serve cue. They've gone 500 the last four games. You know, they're three and three in their last six. With the start they have, that's good enough to maintain. But you got some tough games coming up. They got the Jazz twice. They got Milwaukee. They got the Knicks Nets thing. So they're holding serve, but they need those two guys back. Coach, uh, still in the NBA, I'm a Portland Trailblazer fan. Bless my heart. Um, we have seen two guards, two small guard lineups work like very free, very infrequently, like Lowry and Van Fleet. But obviously, Lowry is a much better defensive player than, say, Dame or CJ. Um, do you think that CJ and Dame can win? And, and if not, what's your assessment in terms of like how you would fix that team? It's funny. I really like the Portland Trailblazers because of. But the first book I ever read was David Halberstam's Breaks of the Game, which is about the Trailblazers win in 77. They're 50 and 10. They're going to win in 78. Walton breaks his foot. Remember, Bibby's on the team and Dave Wool and Marius Lucas. I know I'm dating myself, but they had the look of a duck. Every pro I've known, Walt Williams, Steve Blake, they all love playing in Portland. They got a great tradition. Are those two good enough? They need to stay healthy. I think they should trade for C- I think they should trade for Ben Simmons. Now, what do you got to give up to get him? I think they need a third guy. Mm-hmm. I thought Carmelo really resurrected himself and was a good six man there. Dame Lillard, so unbelievably fun to watch. Can you go all the way with the backcourt that small? I don't think so. I think Cleveland has really helped itself. Not helped itself, it's not fair to say, but 
Sexton getting hurt helped him. Yeah. Because Garland's small, but Ricky Rubio, the other night they had the biggest team I've seen in the NBA since Mikhail Purd and Barris. They had Rubio, Okoro, Marketing, Mobley, and Jared Allen out yep. there. So now they don't have to play the two small guys. I just, Willard to me is the guy you can never trade. But if they got to try to get Ben Simmons, maybe you got to mortgage the future. You know, they've had some different guys that you cut. You keep thinking they're going to turn the corner with some of the young guys from IMG and things like that. Some guys have drafted out of high school, but they've had some injuries the last couple of years, Portland. So I would stay the course. I would try and get Tyree won't go there, but Simmons is available. The Zion thing. I don't know where that's going. There's some interesting guys not playing right now. Maybe they should trade for Louie and Davis to I don't know, but they need a third sharpshooter with some size. You can play defense to go with that pair. Coach. I don't know if you saw that the recent report uh, that in the summer of 2020, uh, the Pelicans offered Drew Holiday to Portland for C.J. McCollum and three firsts. I would have personally loved that trade. Um, what What do you think, and do you think that would have really taken Portland to the next level? Maybe. I mean, Drew, Drew Holiday is really good. He's a competitive guy. I love all the Holiday brothers. Two went to UCLA and one to UW-Washington. <laughs> Drew Holiday is the best one of them all. But he was playing with Antetokounmpo, who was at a high level last year. And P.J. Tucker's a tough guy, and Middleton really turned himself into a player coming out of Texas A&M. It's hard to say whether to now. The draft picks, that's different if you want those draft picks. I, see, C.J. McCollum's the guy that came from Lehigh in the Patriot League, a little bit of a small college guy. I might have done that trade. I'll say it again. They're three and four. Their, wing, their, their big wing in their center has got to, you know, Nurich has been hurt. they got to stay healthy. But Drew Holiday had a really good year last year, but he was playing on a really, really good team. So is Dame Lillard good enough? That's my question back to you. Is Dame Lillard good enough? He's to, not to a good it? enough def- he's not a good enough defender in order, I think, to pair someone like CJ or a, a not a good enough they don't have a good enough wing core in my opinion, and they're playing Norm Powell out of position. He's six four and he's playing three. I think that really makes him a, a, a negative defender as well. Yeah, I don't like you got to be really good if you're a small guard. And, like, Kyrie looks small, but he's 6'3". I've seen small guards here in Washington. I've learned. You have to be so good if you're a little undersized. And you can't have more than one on your team. Yeah. Now, you know, and a lot of people have learned this through the different ways, whether it's Shea Gilders-Alexander or Nikhil Alexander-Walker. They're related. For, I know them from Canada. Like, you got to be so good when you're that. Bradley Beal's considered an average-sized two-guard, and he's 6'5". Like, yeah. you got to watch it when you're a little small. But I do think that Portland is a really cool franchise, especially with Seattle not have one. I think, it's a, I think it's really good for the NBA when Portland's a good franchise to watch. Everybody forgets, man. You know, Drexler and them make their run against Jordan. They had a bunch of different good teams in Portland, and it's really been a cool franchise to watch. Game Lillard's fantastic, but he definitely needs help from the wing positions. Coach, I've been getting excited about the Bulls, even though they lost tonight. Still made me money, but obviously no DeMar DeRozan. But what do you think their ceiling is? Because it's not like they're a young team, but obviously they haven't played together in the playoffs. But, I mean, you got DeMar DeRozan. You got Zach. You know, you got Vooch. Those are all veterans. What's their ceiling? Because I don't think they could beat a team like Milwaukee in a seven-game series. But, man, they're fun to watch. And I think they're a lot better than people expected on both, For you sure. know, defensively and offensively, both top ten yeah, in efficiency. Ball's happy because he's out of New Orleans. Because yeah. even though I actually like New Orleans, I think if New Orleans out of Zion, they'd be like really in the good team because he shoots 60%. That's 25 points a game. Chicago is one of the great towns. They sell out games when they're bad. Billy Donovan's probably the – I had Wes Unsell Jr. up there, coach of the year. 
what Nash and Monty Williams do, and that's just ecliptic, which, which, which that's epic, getting those fast starts. Billy Donovan's probably the guy that I think deserves it for low expectations, and they're in, you know, second place in the East. And I, I'm i disappointed that the Bulls – I'm disappointed that Patrick Williams got hurt. Yeah. I was in the summer league. He's only like 19. He's a real, real young kid. He didn't go to high school for five or seven years or any of that stuff. He, he came off the bench for uh, Leonard Hamilton at Florida State. He's a really humble kid. He played great in the summer league. I wish you had Patrick Williams. He might have put you over the edge. But DeRozan can get buckets. Zach Levine's not going to play defense, but he's a really good scorer. Mm. But they just have a nice team. They just have a really nice team. And I think Billy Dunham is doing a great job. And can they get out? Can they, can they win the division? I mean, sure. I mean, you know, Milwaukee's on the other side. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to worry about the none of your division. You get one through three, you get a home game. I just think the Bulls and Billy Donovan, I think they're for real. And DeRozan's happy to be out of, you know, Toronto's one thing. San Antonio, you know, there's no more Duncan and Robinson. Those guys are gone. I think he's really thriving in Billy Donovan's system. I think the Bulls are definitely for real. I think they're a top four team. You get a home game, home seed in your playoff. But I think Billy Donovan right now, if I had to bet futures, who's going to win coach of the year in four months? It might be Billy Donovan. Well, Coach, we're talking about teams that are for real. I, in this entire cast here, we've been fading the Los Angeles Lakers. They beat the Celtics last night, and everybody gets happy, but that Lakers team doesn't feel like they're sustainable. They have no shooters, and they, they don't play any defense, especially in the paint. What do you think about this Lakers team realistically? I think they're maybe the fifth or fifth best team in the West, and that's even with LeBron James right now. What about you? Because I think you said the last time we talked, you were you were down on them, and they were, like, unfixable. Yeah, I mean, but I I will say this again. I, I believe in LeBron James 10 times out of 10. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they made a playoff push. But right now, regular season, without LeBron, that team is nothing. If Horton Tucker gets better and Malik Monk, now Malik Monk's a good shooter out of Kentucky, high first-round pick. Horton Tucker, who's a late second-round pick out of Iowa State, they're lucky those two kids have been playing. Well, they're not kids, they're young men. Malik Monk, they question his love of the game. That's where, and they question Anthony Davis's love of the game for a while. That's where LeBron James is an asset. No, you have to come in one through four. You're not beating the sons of the Warriors right now because Clay Thompson's coming back, and Wiseman will give him some depth off the bench. The Suns are phenomenal. The Jazz up there in the mountains are tough. The Nuggets, I think, are in trouble until Murray comes back, but they're just they losing Michael Porter Jr. So now it's a – well, we'll find out. Some, they go to the Grizzlies tomorrow, the Lakers, by the way. And I like Desmond Bain. Bain was really tough in the summer league, by the way. TCU kid, four-year kid, Dylan Brooks. John Morant's really healthy. They need help, and there's nowhere to get it. They got no cap room. I love what Carmelo's doing, trying to come off the bench. Like I said, he did a good job in Portland, but he's really getting older. Who's going to help? Now, if Anthony Davis, if LeBron James can step on the step on the motivational pedal and really get Anthony Davis to want to grind one more year, like he did in the bubble that year when he had no distractions, and really be a power forward and rebound and do all that little stuff, that's a one-two punch. I really like what Carmelo's. Westbrook. Hey, he was great to cover here last year. You just know that the, he's got so many miles on him. But if, Mal, if Malik Monk, and now they're talking about Gordon Tucker, he is really coming around, that if he can do it, he's kind of a wide body. He's like 6'4", 250, kind of, a, kind of a different player at the wing. But they got nowhere to turn. I mean, they can't trade for anybody. They yeah. can't go get a player off the uh, – they can't take the cap hit. They, they, it's over. They don't have any future guys to trade. So who do they get? I don't know. Maybe they get a really, really, really old veteran who's pretty good that's like on a really bad team that says, I'll go help you guys. 
it's going to be really interesting. I know the coach isn't the problem, but we'll find out if they can bounce back from the Grizzlies. It was an impressive win over the Celtics, who have absolutely no bench, by the way. Yeah. But you wouldn't. You, 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 you don't consider that LeBron. to be impressive. That win. I think it was impressive, but the Celtics have really. They've had 27 draft picks in the last five years and don't have anybody <laughs> yeah, coming off the bench. Nobody have Romeo Langford. And we, and we heard about those picks for a decade, too. Yes. You know, we're stocking up on these picks. We're going to get somebody for them. I mean, you need a bench. Like, Neto's good. Like, you know, like, like Denny Avdi here is really good. But I would, if I was the Lakers, I'd try to get Breton's cue because he can shoot threes. Oh, please. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trade he Breton's. Would help him, and I think the Wizards might want to get rid of him, but you got to, you know, take somebody with some money on your – but can they – if they get three or four and have home games, I think they get – the Clippers have been my surprise with Paul George. But you're talking – the Suns Warriors right now are so good in the Jazz. Now, they come in four, but if they come in five, that means they got to play the Suns or the Warriors, and I'm not sure they can beat them and get there. Absolutely, Coach. Thank you so much for joining the show, our Odyssey NBA Insider.